1: or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line 217-351-5357 or email us at talk at WDWS.com. Now, here's your host, Brian Barnhart.
2: Hey, it's snowing out there. How you doing? Good to have you with us on A Penny for Your Thoughts. News Talk 1400, DWS, 93.9 FM. Yeah, it's not snowing quite as hard as it was, and it's sort of sticking on the trees. And I know the roads and everything's uh, warm enough that it just kind of melts, not really sticking much to the cars, but it is there. So hope you're enjoying that, at least looking at it, <laughs> if not being out in it. But uh, it does look kind of pretty, I guess. And uh, we're due for some of this. Anyway, good to have you with us on a Penny for Your Thoughts here. The middle of November, we're halfway through the month. A week from Thursday is Thanksgiving. And then we're into the Christmas season. So, um, man, it's here. It's going fast. This month has gone really fast. It is uh, 9.07. We'll do a lot of open line time today. 217-356-9397 is the phone number. Text line at 217 351 5357. And you can email us talk at WDWS.com. Some of the headlines out there. The uh, governor's race in Arizona appears to be over. The Democrat Katie Hobbs, the projected winner over Kerry Lake. Uh, the GOP one seat from the majority in the House. There's an article out there about how the DeSantis or potential, DeSantis hasn't said anything other than he just got re-elected governor of Florida, but potentially a republican candidate and then you got Donald Trump about to announce that uh, sounds like he's going to run for president again be a shock if he didn't but how the battle between those that think maybe DeSantis should be the nominee in the future and those that are supporting Donald Trump how that's playing out in the house leadership fight which the republicans are one seat away from claiming the majority albeit a narrow one in the house of representatives as to who the leaders are ones who support No, I'd support DeSantis, and it's time to get rid of Trump, or let's go with Donald Trump. Developers of Southwest Champaign honored with a plaque. That story in the News Gazette today and online. You can check that out. $11.2 million renovation of the old Columbia School, now the Columbia Center. They're at uh, Neal and Bradley. 3,000 ballots still to count. Aaron Ammon says the Champaign County clerk at last count. They paused for the Veterans Day weekend. At last count, uh, in the judicial race, which is kind of the last one outstanding there, uh, Sam Limentado and Chad Beckett, Limentado had a lead by about 257 votes at last count. So we'll see what happens there as they continue to count. President Biden is overseas. He's meeting with a Chinese leader, or did yesterday. Sad story out of the University of Virginia. Three football players killed. They were part of a field trip and got back, and a former football player allegedly involved in shooting them. One other football player was wounded. And I went back to my depth chart for the Virginia game earlier this year, and three of the four guys, three that were killed, two of the three were on my depth chart. Mike Hollins was wounded. He was a backup running back for the Cavaliers against Illinois earlier this year. Uh, Lavelle Davis was a receiver. He was killed in that incident, and so was Deshaun Perry, who was a linebacker, Devin Chandler. I didn't see him on the depth chart, but he was on the roster apparently for the Cavalier football team. It's just an awful story there in Charlottesville. I guess the um, alleged the shooter is uh, in custody. Undergraduate lab- Library at the U of I gutted as part of a revamp. It's going to be a new home for archives and special collections at the University of Illinois. Speaking of the U of I, uh, the Illini basketball team, men with a win over Monmouth. The game was over in about uh, five minutes last night. Final score was 103-65. Big night for Terrence Shannon, Jr. He had 30. Jaden Epps over 20 points. Dane Danger with 15. Lani women will play in a morning game tomorrow against McNeese State at 11 o'clock. You can hear that on the radio. And just some other things there. National Raisin Brand Day. Uh, What's your favorite cereal? Clean out your refrigerator day. Petula Clark has a birthday today. Jay Leno in in a car fire, apparently. A lot of people traveling. We've got some numbers on that if we get a chance to uh, do that. And uh, Thanksgiving turkey to cost a lot more this year. At least, uh, they say, about 20% more. Tomorrow on the show, soon-to-be-retired Champaign City Councilman Tom Bruno. He announced his retirement here recently. We'll talk to Tom. He's a local attorney. We'll have him on tomorrow. Aaron Rodgers, who is heading up uh, now things at OSF Heart of Mary. Succeeding uh, Jared Rodgers. No relation. Uh, We'll talk to Aaron on Friday. And next week, of course, we're into Thanksgiving week. We'll have some uh, special programming on Thanksgiving Day. I will be here the day after Thanksgiving, and we will have a a flashback Friday that day. All right, uh, 9-12, let me get an opening break in. Oh, don't forget, we are going to give away a couple of tickets to the uh, WrestleMania, the Road to WrestleMania at the State Farm Center coming up in February. You can uh, win the tickets before they go on sale and we'll give away a couple of those. You just got to listen for the bell and I don't know when it's going to be. Adam Austin our producer will will ding it and when you hear it be the second caller today. So you got to be quick. When you hear the ding ding uh, and Adam will get your name and we'll let you know and we'll give away some more here as the week goes on, but we don't know when that's going to be. So it's up to him. I'm in his hands today. All right, 912 back in a moment here on Penny for your thoughts. Right baseline to Meyer. Spin move. Pass in the left corner. Shannon for three. Got it. And, well, that didn't take long. Considering hey. the other night, Shannon with a three to start the ball game. Full court press. Steal by Melendez. And a way up. And Melendez makes it five-nothing out of the gate. Here is Meyer. Out top. Clark for three. Yes. There you go. Sky Hits the three, and they line our up front, 8-0. Full court press, and the Hawks just threw it away. Collins trying to catch it from his teammate in the backcourt. Throwing it away was Miles Rude, And King Rice wants one of the quickest timeouts. You'll see. 52 seconds into the game. 8-0 Illinois. Yeah, if that was a fight, they would have stopped it. <laughs> that was over pretty fast. And uh, a game after starting, whatever they started, 1 of 14 or whatever it was in the game with Kansas City, uh, they came out, I think they hit their first five shots, and they wound up with 14 threes in the game in the win over Monmouth last night. Competition gets a lot tougher, though, here straight ahead, UCLA on Friday night at 8.30 in Las Vegas. All right, 9.16 at DWS. Let's go to the phones here. Andy with us. How you doing, Andy? Andy. Uh, you there, Andy? Hang on. Let's see here. Where's our phone? Hello, Andy? I'm not getting him, Adam. Okay, I'm going to put him back on hold. I don't know what happened. Uh, 9-17 at DWS on a penny for your thoughts. Uh, Snowing today. Last night, raining threes. Go Illini. I anxious to see how the boys play against Power 5 competition. And talking about uh, people throwing their hat in the ring for presidency, uh, somebody says Harold uh, Stassen. Stassen, he threw his hat into the ring for the presidency ten times. Uh, Lyndon LaRouche ran a few times too, didn't he? I think nine seventeen at DWS. Uh, back to yesterday. A couple of uh, texts from yesterday. We have some good players, but not good quality depth. Which catches up to you when injury sets seven and three for the football team is better than anyone expected. Yeah, that's right. I mean, if and I've had people, several people, tell me, you know, hey, if you'd have gone back to August and said, hey, in November you're going to be seven and three before you go to Michigan, people would have gone, yeah, I'll take it. Now we're a little disappointed just because we were seven and one, but I think when we pull back on the big picture, people will be pretty satisfied with the season, but. Hey, I'm like you. I was pretty uh pretty in despair after the game Saturday night. My wife had to cheer me up a little bit and kind of remind me of the bigger picture, but but yeah, no, I think it's uh it's been better than a lot of people hope for, I think. All right, let me try this again. Andy. Hi, I'm back. Oh, you're back. Hey, uh, Good.
3: Yeah. <laughs> hey, I have a
2: couple things, you know.
3: I, I it's my fault that the Lions and I are losing because <laughs> Uh, I mean, the bet, the football team lost two games because uh, right after they beat Nebraska, I got all excited and I went to Vegas and put a bet down. <laughs> and uh, uh, of course, my luck was betting. You know, I put them down to win the national championship at two hundred to one or whatever it was. <laughs> two thousand to one, rather.
2: Yeah, your your exuberance so, got the exuberance got the best of you, huh?
3: Yeah, well, I'm excited about basketball. Well,
2: yeah, yeah, no, and I and, and I was uh, and at the time that we were seven and one and we were climbing in the rankings and, I mean, I was trying not to get swept away in the euphoria too because people were talking, oh, we win this, we win that, we can be in the college football right. playoff and and
3: we could have been.
2: Yeah, have been and, and I was we... thinking, I don't know if <laughs> if we're quite at that level yet, but uh, but it was but, but thing, it was fun, but it know? was but it was fun to talk about anyway, so
3: the more serious thing that I think we should remedy is the uh, salting of the roads. I think, I, I'm not sure out West, they survive without doing that. And, uh, here in, in Illinois, I, you know, Indiana, these places around the great lakes where there's mm-hmm. the salt is cheap, you know, um, mm-hmm. uh, we do it. And, uh, it costs us billions. And, and c- corrosion to our brake lines, our auto parts, our fender wells—it mm-hmm. just rusts everything out. It's just a—it's not compatible with with ve- you know, motor vehicles. Now with electric motors coming out uh, and the vehicles being driven by electric motors, this is going to be a pretty pretty big problem. And uh, I think we need to stop salting the w- roads. Hmm. Uh, yeah.
1: It well, I don't doesn't know if do that
3: much good. I yeah. think we need to slow down, maybe put temperature sensor governors on the cars or something. But you know, if my car tells me when it's, you know, icy out. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, I think we could probably put a, a governor on those or, or something to keep people from driving too fast when it's icy. And mm-hmm. I think we would have to have these, uh, this salt trucks out on the roads. It costs a lot of money to salt the roads. And, uh, there's always sand, you know. Sand's about the same price as salt, and uh, we could do other things, alternative. Yeah. Things
2: well, I've really seen much. the uh, I've seen the sand down when I lived in Oklahoma. That's what they use down there. Yeah. Of um, course, a and, do, and a, you know? yeah, and of course they didn't really have a lot of snow. More ice than anything, uh, on occasion.
3: Yeah. Uh, I like to
2: hear some other callers see what they think. Yeah. Maybe I'm, you know. I don't know. I uh, we we I remember riding on a bus back from St. Louis with the Illini basketball team in the middle of the night after a late game. Bruce Weber was the coach at the time, and they hadn't iced the roads yet. We're in a bus. Hadn't salted the road. Hadn't salted the road, and I don't think I want to live through that (laughs) because it was pretty scary.
3: Yeah, but you know, salt only works till I think about 27 degrees. Colder than that, it doesn't do any much good. Hmm. So. Uh, it becomes more of a slurry glaze, you know.
2: Hmm.
3: Um, so there's really only a short window of time when it does any good, anyway. Um, I don't know. I'd like to hear some other people.
2: All right. Talk about it. Interesting all right. thought. Thanks. All right, thanks, Andy. Bye. Appreciate it. Yeah, I don't know that. Would... No salt at all. I know it can do, you know, cause some corrosive effects or whatever on your vehicle and so forth. But I'm kind of thinking, eh, when it's an icy morning, I kind of want that salt. <laughs> no matter what it does. But I don't know. Interesting. 9.22 at DWS. That was a scary ride back from the uh, Bragging Rights game that year, too. We about went off the road about three or four times. And I think the bus driver was this close to turning around and going back to St. Louis. All right. On a penny for your thoughts, roofs by Roger. A couple of things here. If you're uh, still having hail damage. Uh, that you need looked at. If your uh, neighbors are getting a new roof, and we've had a lot of our neighbors in Muhammad, uh, uh, the staple guns have been out, let's say that. Have you had your home checked out yet? There could be some damage on your roof that you're not aware of. So the folks at Roost by Roger can help with that. Also, if you are thinking about a roof and getting on the schedule, uh, you might think about it now about getting on the spring roofing schedule and you can work through various shingle options knowing the work doesn't have to be done for a few more months. And they still do some of the services in the wintertime, too, siding, gutters, gutter guard and windows, all of that can be done with Roofs by Roger. So uh, make sure you give them a call, look for their website Roofs by Roger with a d.com or give them a call at 217-834-3800, Roofs by Roger. 9.23 at DWS on a Penny for Your Thoughts. We'll talk to Max Painter towards the end of the show about the Santa run. I guess it's appropriate we talk Santa run on a day it's it's snowing for sure. Uh, Marsha's with us. How you doing, Marcia?
4: I'm fine. Hey, what was the name of number 22, the walk-on?
2: Oh, Warden, Paxton Warden.
4: Paxton Warden. Mm-hmm. Okay, that was all I needed to know. Thank you. Okay,
2: very good. Yeah, thank you. Paxton was on a uh, Glenbard West team that won a state title. 924, back to the phones to Bob. How you doing, Bob? I'm doing fine. Listen,
5: I, I, well, I got a story about Veterans Day. I know I didn't get in on Veterans Day because it was so busy. Mm-hmm. My dad spent 21 years in the Air Force and fought in the Korean War. And I got to tell you a story that he told me that it would be really scary. This is back when the F-86 and the MiGs were fighting each other in the air. This pilot was hit. And they, he had orders. My dad said, you get orders to bail out. He says, I'm too close to base. I'm not bailing out. And he his plane was coming down. He, they said, why not? He said, you got orders to bail out. And he says, I'm not going to because I'm not going to kill innocent people. We fight the enemy, but I'm not going to let my plane go down in this area and kill a bunch of innocent people with families. Mm. He brought the plane down. And he crashed. He, they reeled back in. He went through some barbed wire, broke his front sh- uh window, Dad ran out there with a few other guys, got the barbed wire out of his forehead. He lived. And that man didn't actually have any kids or family That I remember today, he sent home with Dad, a carved out by hand, bought wood or whatever. He, he carved the F-86 and the MIG out by hand. I sent it home with Dad when he got out. Dad retired at sixty-one, but when he got out of the war and come back, hmm. that uh, he did this for Dad for, for for me, and I'll never forget that. Wow! That that uh, he come back. Then Dad also after he retired in sixty-one. He could have went to the Philippines, but I was just getting out of high school in Arizona, even stationed in Arizona. He said oh, my son is graduating. He could have made major, but the choice was, again, his family. And so when he came back, within a period of about, I think, six weeks or a year, that's when Civil Defense came in which is now emergency service hmm. my dad was one of the start of that he was civil Defense director for champagne county so he was serving people then too through disasters and tornadoes and everything and he had a real good crew of volunteers they even had people that was professional volunteers 'Cause you know, people that are, gets beside themselves. They need somebody to talk to. Dad always makes sure there's some people on hand to help with that besides the disaster.
2: Hmm. Wow. So, That's a great great so, life of service. Wow. Yeah. Yeah.
5: So I just wanna tell you him him and Stan Weaver after Stan Weaver became senator clear back then. I graduated in 61, and that's when we came back here. Mm. But I had to tell you a story about that pilot, how much he cared for innocent lives to bring that plane down and mm. take a chance on losing his own life, wrecking that plane. He lived, but I just had to tell you that story.
2: Mm. Thank you, Bob, for sharing that.
5: So I appreciate the veterans out there every day.
2: Well, thank you very much, and we do appreciate them. Very good, thank you, Bob. Have a good day. Nine twenty-eight at DWS. A quick break. Back with more here. We got uh, some more calls, emails, and texts that are coming in. On a penny for your thoughts. Kind of a snowy Tuesday. Today's Tuesday, right? Yeah, it is Tuesday. All right, back. I lose track sometimes. Back in a moment. All right, on a penny for your thoughts. News Talk 1400 and ninety three nine FM. You heard the bell there. You know what that means. So Adam will get take care of you. <laughs> He's running the show on this. I just uh, I just read the copy. All right, uh, nine thirty one, almost nine thirty two. CBS News headlines coming up here in uh, just a moment. Let's go to the phones, Eric. How you doing, Eric? Good
6: morning. Uh, regarding the you know, the, the handling of winter, weather, winter driving conditions, mm-hmm. you know, you can go back to where they had, you know, I think, you know, in certain areas they still use chains on, on tires, you know, that and that's a hassle and it slows you down but it, and, and studded snow tires used to be, you know, the order of the day back in the sixties and seventies. But when uh, this business about no salt, my dad, would constantly complain when we were driving skating, meets, you know, through Michigan, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Canada, upstate New York, you know, in and, and Quebec and everything. It's like that—that's absolutely ludicrous. What that one uh, fellow said. I mean, you know, it corrode, and cars corroded quicker, and you know, it's just—it's just something you got to put up with. I mean, it's either that, or in, uh, you know—in the—you know, off the road, or worse. I mean. It, it's just it, you need to, to abate that i mean it's like you know i don't know if this guy's seen two three feet of snow you know you know it's falling you know under a day's time you know and it, mm-hmm. it's definitely uh, an arduous thing you know you do have four-wheel drive vehicles almost a lot of them are now that helps things out I imagine but you can get a false sense of security for that as well and the front wheel drive you know phenomenon that happened probably you know, in the 80s going forward. But, now it's it's necessary. I do think that with electric cars, if you have a crash, you know, and, that, and then that salt would be a conductor. I You've got I don't, handling car crash cleanups and stuff are probably a different protocol now than, you know, with electric cars uh, than, than perhaps with, you know, hmm. regular internal combustion engines. Those are just some of my thoughts on yeah. that.
2: Yeah, There you go. Well, thanks, Eric. No, that's, those are all You're good well. points. Yeah, very good. Thank you. Good to Take hear from care you. Now. Bye. Yes, sir. 934. CBS News coming up here. Let me do that. And we'll come back with uh, more phone calls, emails, and texts. Hang on. we back after this.
4: The light's so much
7: brighter there. You can't forget all your troubles, forget all your cares. So go down.
2: Yeah, one of her big hits. Uh, she was uh, considered by some, I guess, the first lady of the British invasion. A lot of hits in the 60s. Petula Clark, 90 years old today. 9.37 with the snow falling here downtown and elsewhere. Uh, J.R., good morning. Hey, how are you doing? Good. What's up? Um, you might want to get a city expert. There's a liquid solution they put
8: on a, a road when the, it gets slick, and I can't remember what it was. Not salt, but it's a liquid, and I, I'm not sure what it was.
2: Yeah, I don't know either. I I think I know what you're talking about. Kind of a spray. But
8: I, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I'm, guess what I'm having today for supper? Um, Turkey, sauerkraut. You, oh. you love sauerkraut, don't you? <laughs> I do uh, not like. I do not like oh, sauerkraut. Uh, if no. you put a little ketchup and uh, sugar on it, you can't. You know, you can't. It's it, you get, take that sour taste away. You
2: can't taste it. No, no.
8: <laughs> Plenty of ketchup and a uh, little sugar. Yeah.
2: No, sorry. When they, when they threw that on my tray in Tolono Primary in the cafeteria, I didn't eat it then. So you're um, going,
8: you going to Vegas with the basketball team or what?
2: I am going to Ann Arbor with a football team. Oh, okay. So so,
8: the, so you won't be able to – well, you can gamble in um, Michigan then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did, I wouldn't want to I just want to see biggest lights at
2: night. It's yeah, pretty, it's pretty cool. Everybody should yeah. go once. Oh yeah. I mean, uh, and, and some, some people go all the time. They like, and that's fine. Oh. But the, oh, but yeah. for a little kid, for me from Tolono, I um, I've been there uh, the three at least three times, if not four, with basketball tournaments. Oh and, yeah. And uh, after yeah. about three days, I'm like, okay, enough of this. You know, it's just yeah. um, a lot of lights and a lot of constant. I mean they uh, they say New York never sleeps. I mean that place never. There's no clocks on the wall. You never know what time it is. Right. And did uh take, there's just people everywhere.
8: Did it take you a while to learn uh anti-lock brakes? It took me a little bit. Especially to, in the winter time. To learn lock
2: breaking. Anti-lock uh, braking? Oh.
8: Yeah. Instead of the, uh, you know, remember back in the days when they had the regular regular mm
7: mm-hmm.
2: Mhm.
8: And um uh, but it's just uh, people got to learn how to drive, and when it, especially when it's snow
2: on the concrete uh-huh. and stuff. I still want salt, though.
8: <laughs> oh, yeah. So do
2: I. Okay. You have a great day. All Take right. Care. Thank you, JR. Appreciate it. Rebecca Wilsey was the winner of the uh, pair of tickets for the WrestleMania. And, again, we don't have them yet. We'll call you when we get them, but it's for February 25th. But you can get them here before they go on sale, before you can buy them. And Rebecca won those, so she's pretty excited about that. And we'll do it again tomorrow, and they'll be doing it on the morning show with Gentry and CW and Sports Talk, so you've got other chances to win. So don't uh, don't fret. All right. Uh, 9.39 at DWS. A couple other texts left over from yesterday. Somebody was talking about the Purdue band, and they thought the Purdue band was – they played over the uh, marching Illini, and they were kind of rude, and they were loud, and, well, somebody said here, it said, good morning, Brian, I think the Purdue play- band played great. You can tell when they were playing compared to when Illinois was playing some of the music, Illinois play is cheesy, this listener says. I don't know. I kind of like the marching Illini. But Purdue's band is fine. I mean, they got the, the world's biggest drum. I mean, that's that's cool. <laughs> I'm biased. Uh, I hope you allow me to make this comment, a listener says, but I would come to the games more if the Chief were to perform, and that's a definite yes. I don't come to the games because the Chief isn't there, and I'm upset the U of I agreed with the NCAA. It was hostile and abusive. That is just a lie, this listener says. All right. And somebody had a question for Lauren. Did he ever play with Whitey Herzog? Whitey Herzog turned 91 last week. Lauren Tate did too. Did Lauren ever play against Whitey in any sport since he was from southern Illinois? I don't know. Didn't get a chance to, to ask him that. Somebody said out west, talking about driving on snow, they put chains on. All right. And good morning, Brian, to your caller about the salt. If you don't salt the roads, you're not going anywhere. I'm a salt truck driver. With 10 tons of salt on my truck, I still slide across the road when it's icy. Yeah, that's a good point. 941, back in a moment. Penny, for your thoughts here as we go along on this Tuesday. Now back to Shannon. Shannon drives into the paint, layup, got it. Wow! Shannon attacking the rim. Now to Clark. Cross court, oh, a bomb by Shannon. Good. 23 feet out. Shannon on the right wing. And the Illini are blitzing the Hawks, 31-11. Alana with a full-court press. Bounce pass to Collins. Now to Foster. Runs over Shannon and an offensive foul. Yeah, Now on to Vegas. Illinois 3-0. Step up in weight class, if you will, to uh, UCLA and either Virginia or Baylor. And I think all four teams are ranked in that event. Out in Las Vegas, 9:44 at DWS. World population officially hit eight billion today. They say the global population officially surpasses eight billion people. Half of them live in just seven countries: China, India, the U.S., Indonesia, Pakistan, Nigeria, and Brazil. It's projected will hit 9.7 billion by 2050. 104. I'm sorry. billion, not 100, 10.4 billion by the year 2100. So the population continues to grow. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Good morning. How can it take a week to count judicial votes in a small county like Champaign? I'm sure Chad Beckett will win, as the Democrat always wins in these drawn-out counting marathons. Right now, he's 250-plus uh, votes behind. They're counting some today, I guess. Uh, Barbara says it's the ballots that are sent out, not the actual votes that count. As in California. The voter motor law has been used when anyone signs up for a driver's license, welfare, anything. They're automatically signed up to vote. Eric Holder helped to institute that process in California. This happens regardless of citizen status. This enables hundreds of ballots to be generated, sent out by mail, political, then harvest the ballots. Plenty of ballots to boost candidates into the win column. What was interesting in the uh, voting in some of these states, Arizona or Pennsylvania or Florida, for instance, or, and I was thinking of some of the races where the, um, uh, you know, the governor race did not go well. Like in Pennsylvania, the Republican governor in that race, the candidate just got smoked. I mean, it was a huge margin, But the Senate race was really, really close. So people were doing a lot of uh, splitting of their ticket. It it appeared in some of these states, as it turns out. All right. Was uh, Ted? Oh, Ted dropped off. Okay. uh, Sorry about that. Salt works down to 20 degrees. Sand has to be removed in the spring, a listener says. Just wondering if people are aware of the world-class tennis happening at the Atkins Tennis Center this week. Champagne challenger going on. Ben Shelton here. He won the NCAA title back in the early summer at the outdoor courts at Atkins. Plenty of other pros. Alex Vukicic, one of them playing today. Another caller says on the roads they put calcium on the roads. Calcium chloride is what they put down. Okay, I think I'm up to date on all of the uh, texts and emails so far. 947, good to have you with us on a uh, penny for your thoughts. Hutchcraft Van Lines, they've been around for decades. Got uh, a family-owned business here, third generation I think now. Started back in the 1940s, now all these years later, one of the best moving companies in Illinois and based right here in central Illinois on Lincoln Avenue in Urbana, also in Bloomington Normal. In 1953, the Hutchcraft brothers, Orrin and Gerald, became agents for United Van Lines. Their timing was good as well. At that time, a new carrier launched to meet a growing demand for national moving services. Today, we're proud to represent the company and offer their customers all the services available through United Van Lines. And they do everything, 50 trucks, vans, and trailers. They can secure environmentally controlled warehousing and record storage services. They do that, household goods relocation and storage, special commodity drivers for transporting high-value equipment, office relocation, record storage, short-term summer storage for students, any of this. And they can help you move, of course. Relocation specialists here to help. Hutchcraft Van Service. You can give them a call. They're on Lincoln Avenue, 217-328-3333. Hi, Brian, who would be your Big Ten Coach of the Year? And who would be on the first team for football? Well, I have to think about that, especially the first team part. Chase Brown would have to be on the first team, I would think, unless you're going to go depending on how many running backs you can have. The running back at Michigan, who we're going to see Saturday, Blake Corum, he's really good. And I would, I, Brett Bielema was going to get some votes, I think, for coach of the year. I don't think there's any doubt about that. I'm trying to think. I mean, you could easily go with Harbaugh or with uh, Ryan Day at Ohio State. I would think that would work as well. So I'd have to think about that. 949 on DWS, another break, and we'll come back with some more for you on A Penny for Your Thoughts here this morning. And we'll have Max Painter in about 1040 or so. Talk about the Santa run coming up in December, just before Christmas. Always a fun event. Benefits local charities. All of that straight ahead on A Penny for Your Thoughts. 952 Ryan Dallas Real Estate focused on helping you get results with more than 600 families 620 probably hired by now sold a home about every 11 hours this year their marketing teams built to get sellers what they want when they want it time and time again they've been selected time and time and time and time again by the you the listeners and readers of the News Gazette listeners to our station voted number 1 in the area's people's choice awards Choose the team that puts your goals first. Ryan Dallas Real Estate, recent home seller in Champaign, on the market. Another agent for months with no results hires Ryan Dallas. Boom! Under contract, closed in less than thirty days. Their marketing system's built to get home sellers what they want and when they want it. So there you go. Home uh, selling, home buying, getting your house set up ready to sell. It can all be helped with the folks at Ryan Dallas. Ryan Dallas R E. Dot-com is the place to go. 953, Mark's up next. Hi, Mark.
9: Hey, good morning, Brian. Good morning. Hey, here's an exercise for you. What if, factually, the election was stolen going back to Obama's days? And it was definitely stolen during Trump's days. What if that's factually true, that there was a coup? Okay. Well, I'm just saying, what if that's true? We have the 2,000 mules video put out by de D'Souza that just laid out all the evidence in the world that it was stolen. And I know at one time you said, but what can we do? What can we do? Well, we went through another voting cycle here, and I guarantee you it was stolen as well. Now you're going to say, well, what kind of proof do you have? Well, when you're dealing with violent Marxist revolutionaries who have left your borders wide open like they have, and they thrust this vaccine on the population. And I don't know that you see what I see when it comes to this vaccine. Most people don't. It's all censored. This vaccine is horrible. And all these myocarditis deaths and neurological disorders, they're stacking up into being huge numbers. And now they want the children to have to take that. Uh, it's not even a vaccine. It's a It's a gene modification situation in your body. Our government is no longer for by or of the people. And it seems like nobody wants to run with that. I mean, it's 100% treason. And I, I guess the Bible made it clear. People would be blind at the end of the age. They wouldn't be able to see the truth. They'd suffer great delusion. And our government has given up our sovereignty. I never voted for it. You didn't vote for it. Nobody voted for it. And to be able to just ignore it and say, let's just go on social credit scores. That's what's coming. And they're going to have total control of your money. They're going to have total control of your life. It's a sad, sad state of affairs when that's not the headline of everything every day. Because we got to stop it. I don't know that we can. The Bible says pretty much we have a one world government and one world monetary system. Good Christians have a duty to fight it. Any response, sir, Brian?
2: No, I appreciate your thoughts, though. Thank you, sir. Uh, good to hear from you. John's up next. Hi, John.
10: Hey, good morning, Brad. Hey. I won't, I, you know, everybody that thinks the election was stolen, uh, we got to understand something. If you go to put Christianity behind it, you got to understand one thing. Read Revelations 1, 14 and 15. It tells you the color of Christ, the texture of his hair, who Jesus really was. He did not have blonde hair. He did not have blue eyes. He wasn't pale white. And Billy Graham said that. And Billy Graham got hit with a rock back in the early 60s. So if this election was stolen this time, the Republicans changed everything in Arizona and Nevada So. In that contradicting their own plan, they screwed everything up. Uh, was this country stolen? Yes. Did the forefathers build this country? No. This country was built on slavery. So the factual lies when you're talking about all this stuff about elections, just like they're throwing that wokeism in there, if some of the people that are talking in mega, what woke is really mean, that's a lot of senior black people. They can really tell you what woke mean. And I can tell you, because my grandparents told me a long time ago, it means the warning order, Ku Klux Klan enforcement. Be careful what you ask for when you start throwing Christianity behind it, because the truth will come to light. <laughs>
2: hmm. Okay. It's sad. It uh- is
7: just
10: sad. We got to get this country together. Get rid of Trump. He's got to go. <laughs>
2: well, I think he's coming back. I hate to tell you that, John, but he's coming back. So.
10: Well, I hope, I hope the Justice Department come out and say, well, what they're going to do, too, because Brian Kemp's got to testify today in Georgia. We mm. don't know what that's going to be. Mm. So I know Trump probably has something to say about that. But people, let's get this country together, work together. We need to work on these guns more than anything. It's all right to have guns. Don't get me wrong. But in the hands of children, I think we need better gun laws. If we start there, we can stop all this. We just had another shooting in, in uh, University of Virginia, yep. football players. Yep. We don't know what happened on that bus, but we do know there was an idiot behind the gun. Guns don't kill people. It's these idiots behind the guns.
2: Hmm. Hey, John, thank you, you sir. Good day. All right, you Take too. Care. Thank you. There's a lot in there. Um, <laughs> that We've talked about all of that, the founding of the country and everything that went on. You can, I mean, it's uh, slavery was around at that time, there's no doubt. I mean, it was part of culture. It was around the world. Uh, it was uh, slavery has been around. Unfortunately, it's a human condition, and it's been around since about the beginning of time. And fortunately, I think in the Western world, for the most part, it's been eradicated. It still seems to be uh, seems to show up in some parts of different parts of the world. And it's uh, not necessarily just uh, one race over another. It's uh, you know race against race and. Uh, religion against religion, and it uh, it's gone on since the beginning of time, and it's uh, it's wrong, and it's evil, and it's. Um, but they had to try to found a country at some point uh, on ideals, and they tried to uh, do what they could with the slavery issue, and they had political compromises to make. And um, again, as I've said before, as someone who loves history and loves to read about it, you can't take what we think now and go back and put it on the people back then and say, well, you could have, should have, would have done this, or you why didn't you do that? It, you can't do that. It's um, you got to understand the context of the times. So anyway, there's a lot more to it there. Anyway, and the other thought I had, too, was about the election. I, I think if you're – and uh, Clay and Buck were talking about this on their show. If you're looking back at 2020 and that you want to live in the past and relitigate it, I think politically it's a losing strategy. It doesn't mean it's not important to check things. It's just if you're going to live in the past, you ain't going to win. Just got to keep that in mind. All right, WDWS, Champaign-Urbana.
1: It's the second hour of A Penny for Your Thoughts with Brian Barnhart on News Talk 1400 and 93.9 FM, WDWS. You can join it on the phone, via text, or online. Our phone number is 217-356-9397 or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line 217-351-5357 or send an email to talk at WDWS.com. Now, here again, Brian Barnhart.
2: On this November 15th, it's good to have you uh, with us here. This is the week after the election, right? And uh, still counting votes. And that's kind of the world we live in now with all these uh, mail in ballots. And, um, you know, they can put the uh, postmark on it up to the last uh, hour before the polls close on the 8th. And that's why you're still counting votes. And uh, so it goes on. I guess the only solution to that, and this is probably the way it's going to be going forward. But the only solution to that would be to, uh, and I think we used to have this, is there was a certain deadline by which you had to vote early. And then the rest of the voting was on the day of. But I think that ship has already sailed. Ten ten at DWS. Texter says, if we live in the past, we have no future. Well, I think that's true. Uh, elections are always about the future. I think. I mean, that's the way it's supposed to be. Uh, 1010 at DWS. Uh, text says there's no proof of voter fraud. All these counties under Republican rule agree no voter fraud. Perhaps people that, I'm sorry, people that lose keep pushing the same narrative, a texter says. If anyone's trying to steal anything, it's Trump and his Kool Aid followers. Okay, Uh, the caller earlier describing the Korean War veteran was terrific. Stories about selfless men are always great. What a hero. Makes me sad to think what our culture now deems as heroic. Selfish narcissists posing as groundbreakers are now celebrated. Me, 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 I'm the victim. Put me on television and praise me. A listener says, Uh, Good morning, Brian. It must be nice to be Tom Izzo in Michigan State. Every year they get to play on the biggest stage, whether they advance to the Final Four or not. I watched them play on the battleship this past weekend. Yep, they did that, and they play in the Champions Tournament this weekend. I think they're in that tonight. Seems like they're playing Kentucky tonight, if I remember right. All right, 10-12 at uh, DWS. Again, Donald Trump expected to announce he is running for president again tonight. And they say that battle between, a potential battle between Trump and DeSantis, its uh, the first battle is in the House for leadership. Most people don't even know what the House Republican conference chair does. Even so, the race for this fourth-ranked leadership position in the House is already shaping up to be the most important leadership race in years. The main reason is the two announced candidates are already taking opposite sides in the 2024 presidential race. Representative Byron Donalds, a staunch black conservative representing a district in southwest Florida, reportedly telling colleagues he's backing Florida Governor Ron DeSantis over Trump for president in 2024. Elise Stefanik, the incumbent House Republican conference chairwoman, was supposed to develop the House Republicans' party message during the election that just wrapped up. She's a more centrist congresswoman from New York. After the election, she immediately endorsed Trump for president. And then it goes on to say, this is from a conservative newspaper, by the way, it says, Trump did not single-handedly cause the Republicans' midterm disaster, but a key theme of the 2022 election results, that he, that he does weigh other Republicans down. Yes, Trump knows how to annoy the right people, but he has a very hard time not annoying most of the other people while he's at it. <laughs> He also showed a terrible political judgment in his candidates' endorsements this year, a recurring error that resulted in multiple unnecessary losses from the top to the very bottom of ballots in several states, especially in Pennsylvania and Michigan. Trump's behavior on the campaign trail was bizarre and erratic in a way that the party's leader cannot afford to be. And, of course, he hasn't stopped badmouthing DeSantis since the election either, even though he admits to voting for him. Trump responded to DeSantis's booming, broad, coattailed win in Florida last Tuesday with a rambling, angry, ungrammatical, sour grape statement. He claimed to have made DeSantis's career and accused the governor of lacking loyalty and class, essentially because DeSantis hasn't ruled out a presidential run of his own. How dare he even think of running for president before he leaves office in 2026? Trump also said DeSantis' average overall numbers were I'm sorry, Trump also said DeSantis's overall numbers for a Republican were average, which isn't true. And that the shutdown estate due to COVID, which definitely does not ring a bell. But the average but to the average Republican voter, this isn't an accurate reflection of DeSantis's record. It reads much more like the rant of a loser against a winner. It is in that vein, it's worth mentioning that Trump now trails DeSantis in a new national poll among Republican voters, forty one to thirty nine percent, and in Texas a state where Trump was beating DeSantis by 17 points in October, the Florida governor now tops Trump 43-32. No wonder Trump is blowing his stack. DeSantis, without having to say a word, is already living rent-free in Trump's head. So uh, there you go. We'll see what happens going forward. It will be an interesting fight. All right, uh, 10:15 at DWS. Jim joins us. How you doing, Jim? I'm well, Brian, and how are you? I'm doing pretty good today. Thank you.
11: Hey, I was wondering, have you heard any follow-up to the uh, the assertion by Champaign County clerk that there was um, hacking going on of county
2: servers? I have not heard any more on that.
11: Because the last I read and I'm was that we're one of, what, two counties using the same um, vendor for services in relation to uh, internet servers, and that the other county made no mention of
2: having any issues. Yeah, was it so Kank- was it, was it it Kankakee County, I
11: think? It was either Kankakee. Yeah. I think it was, was Kankakee, mm-hmm. but uh, I'm, I'm just curious as to whether that actually came into play um, or... If there's any more to that,
2: yeah, I don't know. I haven't heard anything. Um, okay. I know the Maybe the I'm election. I saw the interview with the election board's guy, and he was saying they would, you know, look into it. I guess is what he had seemed to indicate. Um, yeah, and I
11: think that he had indicated also that he wasn't aware that there were any issues.
2: Hmm. Yeah, he didn't think, think there was. It's it. I guess to him it sounded um, odd. But mm-hmm. uh, but I think he said because of. We've heard about it. We probably ought to look into it, just in case. I think is what I'm paraphrasing everything he said. But sure,
11: yeah, okay. Well, if if any of the, your listeners have uh, anything further, I'd be interested to to know how this is playing out.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we'll see if sure. there's uh, the Gazette folks have anything on it. But uh, I appreciate it. All
11: right. Take care, Brian.
2: Thank you. Good to hear from you, Sherry. Up next, hi Sherry.
4: Hi, Brian. Hi. Um. When you announce that you're going to run, isn't that when your campaign has to start paying taxes?
2: You know, I don't know what the particular – that's a good question. Um, I
4: believe that is the case, and I find it hard that he's going to announce two years that he's running.
2: Yeah, I don't I, know what don't, the – I got
4: this feeling he's not, that's not his announcement. Oh, you think so? I,
2: yeah.
4: I, that's my feeling. I could be wrong. Hmm. But, you know, most people, I guess the MAGA, because Jeb Bush and Paul Ryan are back in DeSantis, it's a red flag for people.
2: Hmm. Yeah, you say because George Bush and somebody, is there back no, in DeSantis. Oh. oh, Jeb Bush. Jeb and, oh.
4: and Paul Ryan.
2: Oh, okay.
4: So people are like, hmm, what's going on?
2: Well... Desantis was a a conservative upstart when he got elected. Yeah, and he and, he, and I think Trump was a big supporter of his. <laughs>
4: right, he went uh, to Yale, yeah. and yeah. yeah, there's a lot yeah. of thoughts going on.
2: Yeah, well, I don't World's know, crazy, uh, I but I don't know about I don't know how the campaign laws are when when it comes to that.
4: That's what uh, I from research. That's what I'm finding, well, and I just. Find it hard to believe he's willing to pay taxes for two years. Why not wait?
2: Well. He can afford it, I guess. Right?
4: Yeah, we're gonna find out, aren't we?
2: <laughs> All right. Thank you, Sherry. Thanks, Brian. Yeah, good uh-huh. to hear from you. Uh two one seven three five six nine three nine seven. We were fortunate to be given tickets through a season ticket holder friend of the Illini game last night. Sat in row eight, it was sad to see so many empty seats in the lower sections. I wish more people would give away their tickets when they aren't able to go to the games. Go Illini! Yeah, it's pretty easy these days, really. With you can uh, you can transfer tickets on your phone. You don't have to don't have to necessarily hand your tickets off a physical ticket. You can just do it that way, or you know. In some cases here or, you know, concerts at different venues around the country. Not all, but some. You can take a picture of it and send it to somebody. And they can scan it that way. So it's pretty easy to do now. All right, Tiny's up next. Hi, Tiny.
12: Good morning. Good morning, sir. Thank you, thank you. You bet. You had a caller that I violently disagree with. This country was not built on the backs of slaves. This country was not built on the backs of slaves. This country was built on revolutionary soldiers. Teddy Roosevelt going up San Juan Hill. World War II, the Battle of Bulge. The soldiers, these, these, a lot of soldiers died everywhere. They built this country. They saved this country. It was not built on the backs of slaves. Quit talking about these racist things. Quit talking about the blacks and the whites. Get along. Get along. I saw a black lady this morning. Never saw her in my life. When we got done talking, she gave me a big hug because I was friends with her and she was friends with me. Quit using Trump living in your head all your life, mister. He's right there rent free, but quit pulling those stunts on me. The rest, these guys. People died for this country. They didn't. They didn't work for somebody. They died for the country. There's a big difference. And if I'm mad, I'm sorry. I can't keep from being mad over that. That statement. And then he talks about wokeism was born in the Republican Party. Well, that's a Democrat. That's a That's.
2: Oh, you still there, Tiny? Uh, I think I lost you there. All right, hang on. I'll put you on hold, see if you come back. All right, you there? Nope, I think he disappeared. Gremlin got his line. Okay, uh, 1021. I think I understand his point, though. Well, yeah, when you go back, and somebody writes in here, John is so far off, they say, we inherited slavery from the colonial powers, the Dutch, the Brits, the Spanish, the Portuguese. The founding fathers set the system for the country. We abolished slavery here as an under 100-year-old country. Many people died to achieve this. It bears Africa sold its own people into slavery. The anger needs to be directed there. Well, slavery was certainly a part of the culture back then. There's no doubt it was around the world. It was, you know, there were um, there were black people in Africa selling their own their enemies, their own black enemies to the British and the Dutch and the others, and there was a huge slave trade going on. And, again, uh, people, Romans had all kinds of slaves, and they weren't, you know, they were people, They, you know, they put people in chains, made them slaves. Had, you know, it was they were the dominant power of the region. It didn't matter what their opponents or their enemies looked like or what color they were. It was slavery. That's what they did, and it was wrong. But that was the culture in this country is the greatest experiment that's ever been attempted in government. But they had to work in the context of what was happening around them. And we fought a civil war over it. And Abraham Lincoln with the Emancipation Proclamation and all that happened with the, the amendments that were passed and so forth. Uh, you know, the country has gone through its scars to get to where it's been, and it hasn't been perfect. But you just got to go back and, and you got to look at the context of the time. We can't impose what we think is right in the 20 first century on people that were living back, you know, 400 years ago. You just can't do that. It doesn't work. Was it wrong? Absolutely. Is it a scar on our country? Sure. But uh, we weren't the only ones, and we eventually got it abolished and, again, fought a civil war over it to make that happen. 1023 at DWS. Uh, Let's see. I would suggest everyone, a listener says, should become an election judge or a poll watcher. Then they would be able to form an informed decision if elections were stolen or not. Right now in Champaign County, there's a lot of unanswered questions and a lot not a lot of transparency like we were promised from the clerk's office. Well, regardless of what you think of uh, the mail-in voting or the balloting or the counting thereof, uh, I think the clerk's been given updates here every few days. I know they took time off for the Veterans Day weekend. But uh, another update in the News Gazette today about the number of votes they're going to count uh, today. Uh, I think they got 3,000 left. Hopefully we'll get some answers on these uh, really close races, in particular the judicial race, which is razor thin. They tell you all the time every vote counts, right? And it really does. 1024, back in a moment on a penny for your thoughts here on this Tuesday. Max Painter coming up in a little bit.
4: In restless dreams I walked alone Narrow streets of cobblestone
7: Need the hay 10-28, 10-28,
2: snow is stopped for the most part here at our studio. A little flake here and there happening. 217 356 is our number. I mentioned the National Raisin Brand Cereal Day. 1925, Skinner Manufacturing Company, the largest producer of macaroni in the U.S. at the time, introduced the first raisin brand to hit the market. Skinner's Raisin Bran. Before then, bran flakes had existed, having been introduced in 1915. Skinner was the first company, though, to attempt adding raisins to the bran mix, thereby creating the wonderful cereal we've all come to love today. I love Raisin Bran. They also trademarked the name Raisin Bran a year after they introduced the cereal into the market. For 17 years, the Omaha-based company held the sole ownership of the name Raisin Bran until 1942 when Kellogg's and Post started to sell their own version of the cereals. Naturally, Skinner fought for their their invention. The company filed a cease and desist against their competitors so they could keep their monopoly on the Raisin brand product. Skinner claimed trademark infringement and unfair competition from the other two cereal masters. However, in 1944, they lost their right to the name after the United States Court of Appeals for the Eighth Circuit ruled that a name that described the ingredients of an item could not be appropriated as a trademark. The court claimed there was nothing revolutionary about the mixture of raisins and cereal flakes, although we would gladly debate them on that claim. That is why today any brand can create their own raisin brand version and name it just that. (laughs) So there you go, National Raisin Brand Day. All right, go to the phones here. Martel's with us. How you doing, Martel?
13: Hi, how you doing? Good. Um, I'm going to need about three minutes. I'm going to give like a short history lesson. Okay. Um, I'm like a little history buff now, since so I learned to read. Okay, when we're talking about history, history, we go back in the past, so we don't repeat what we did in the past. That's one reason we talk about the past. Um, when we're talking about veterans and soldiers, we got to talk about the black soldier. The, the, the black soldier helped us in the, the against the British. Um, we were soldiers in that war, in the Civil War. If we hadn't joined the Union, the Union was losing the war against the Confederates. Um, these these uh, stuff that you can go read, you can Google it, you can find it. It's very easy to find. You can go to history books and find that. And if you want to go to a World War One, we were some of the soldiers that was freeing a lot of the people that was captured. It was our battalions. It was our battalions. It was our flight, uh, our Air Force, that was winning a lot of the battles in the air. Um, we we just can't not count what black people have did for America during battles for We fought for freedom, but when we came back from wars, we still was treated bad. World War II veterans were treated the worst when they came back. And they fought for freedom for other people and wasn't able to get freedom here. And, and what, a, what the government did with, from the beginning of America, where if you were white, you could come and get land. If you were black, you, you were made into slaves. And only 7% to 10% of our slaves came from slave ship. There were black people already here. They were called dark Indians. Um, and they were turned into slaves. You had the Maroons, that was a big Indian colony. Um, the, the other ones in Florida, I can't think of them. They got the football team named after them. And all out east, it was uh, just black tribes, you know. And they they, they were turned into slaves. Um, when when it comes to recreations, we don't talk about us, but everybody else was able to get it from the Native Americans, which we were part of that, we supposed to got part of that. From the Japanese that we bombed, they they got reparations. From the Jews, what the Germans did, they got reparations. But we never got reparations. And we've been treated the worst by America, from, from from the slavery. And before we got the 40, 40 acres in the middle, we never received that. Then, then from that, we we um, was the workers for the factories. And from the, since the, what I want to say, civil rights march, we was able to finance our own revolution against what I would call a revolution, but it was a civil rights thing. We were able to finance that. They shipped the jobs out. And when they shipped the jobs out, we we wasn't able to work in factories and stuff like that. We didn't get in school. Y'all didn't want the schools, and we had a bad school, bad education. So we were not educated enough to move into other areas. And then um, Ronald Reagan out of the north flooded our community with drugs, and and that's on record too. And um, that they, they were the producers of crack, not going on going on. And with Donald Trump, he's a thief, he's a cheater. He's a murderer. Um, He did it all. And the reason I call him a murderer, from what he let go on on November 6th, people died. He's a accessory to that. And we want him to become our president. We just got to think about what we want America to be. I'm going to leave it like that. But thanks for letting me go.
2: Hey, thank you, Martell. Appreciate you calling in. Thank you very much. Yeah, and there's... um... I'll say this I think that there is a lot and of um, history that is missed and I think that's one thing uh, in and I, he mentioned it I know John's talked about it and others uh, who are uh, friends of mine in the in the black community have talked about hey we need to do a better job of educating our own people but also people at large about what impact uh, black Americans have had on our country and all these different things that he mentioned in wars and the soldiers that fought in the Civil War, and the you know talking about the Tuskegee Airmen and all the the valiant uh, efforts that were made on behalf of our country at a time when the country wasn't necessarily, especially in the South, but in a lot of places, not treating them uh, the way they should be treated. And um, yeah, there's a lot of history there that doesn't get taught or doesn't get pointed out. And I think it's important to um, do you know not not to close your eyes to that? I think. I mean, I think it's just real important. So, and I, I agree. I think sometimes the the history of uh, the black story in America has not been told enough to all of us. And uh, I think he's got a good point there. Uh, don't always agree with everything Martell says, but I'm always glad to you know hear his opinion and his thoughts on things, and that's kind of why we're here, right? Ten thirty five at DWS, and let's go to CBS. <music>
14: Now at NewsGazette.com,
2: Inside Illini Basketball, our weekly podcast with beat writer Scott Ritchie, who will tell you what's at stake for Illinois this weekend.
0: A potential top ten ranking. 10-38,
2: Ten thirty eight. on a penny for your thoughts. All right, a couple more things here, and then we'll get to Max Painter and talk about the uh, Santa run coming up. Let's see, here. I'm just going to go back through all the texts. Uh, why don't they make Election Day a national holiday? I think in some cases it's a state holiday, right? Uh, thank God for tiny, somebody says. Good morning, Brian. I wonder who lives rent-free in Tiny's head, or better question, who doesn't? Steve wants to know. So there's uh, pro-Tiny and against Tiny. Uh, this is not any way a justification, but slavery has existed from the time of Homo sapiens. Have Has John read the Old Testament and the slavery of the Israelites in Egypt? From an excerpt on Amendment 1 article affecting all voting counts, Illinois accepts mail-in ballots for up to two weeks after Election Day, so it could be some time before it's known whether it passed, with the official canvas to be announced by the Illinois State Board of Elections December 9th. All right, another text says, I'm white, but in my family tree there were my ancestors uh, enslaved as soldiers. That was a long time ago, way before my time. I can't complain like others do. I prefer to live in the now. Yep, my ancestors were enslaved, too. Uh, Hi, Brian. Not sure anyone feels comfortable with election results when it takes two weeks to count less than uh, 80,000 votes. Feel comfortable with the election site delivery of ballots. It's the ballots that come in at 3 a.m., Texter says. A group called Disturb plays that same song by Simon and Garfunkel, if I'm not mistaken. I guess they're talking about the – The last bumper, sounds of silence, is that what they're talking about? If I'm not mistaken, not really a fan of Simon and Garfunkel, although they were part of the 60s, which was a fun decade. Of course, Tiny is correct again. Some of your most woke listeners need to stop living in their illusions about how this country was founded and operates today. It is truly sad how many Americans cannot appreciate how great this country is and remains. And my two cents would be to have voter ID for elections. Also, no reason it should take so long to count votes, which breeds skepticism about fairness. How can Florida and others know results the same night? And someone says, how neat, a lecture about reparations. All right, uh, there's all the text. Uh, Jim, good morning.
14: Hi there, Brian. Thanks for taking the call. Sure. Um, I just wanted to make a few comments about the current count that's going on for about vote-by-mail ballots. Yeah. Uh, and, re- and really what's happening with the numbers uh, which are kind of confusing from the clerk's office and the recent re- um, reports um, the numbers stated in the article by the news in the news Gazette Rick holiday postpones counting Champaign county votes till monday um, lists a few numbers of expected vote by mail ballots and another requested number of vote by mail ballots were Fifteen thousand nineteen. I know from poll watchers that they counted eighteen hundred on Wednesday, twenty-five hundred on Thursday. Uh, of the fifty-six hundred or fifty-nine hundred thirty-seven vote by mail, vote by mail ballots, um, the night of the election. Uh, that number actually comes from. They had counted all the all the available vote-by-mail ballots that night. Two tabulators closed properly and gave them the number of 7,400. The other one glitched out, they say, and gave us a number of 5,931, which needed to be counted. The article also states there were 1,677 ballots left to count. So you do a little math, and you end up with 4,300 votes were counted. Of those 5,931 through the weekend and the holiday, but yet yesterday and today's articles indicate that they counted another 3,300 and still have 3,000 to book count. Um, that would be maybe impossible, considering that would take them over the expected 15,000. Um, so I don't understand where these extra vote-by-mail ballots are coming
2: from. Hmm. So you've been you've been part of that process, right? Yeah. Yep. I think, yeah.
14: Yeah. Up, up until Thursday, I knew exactly what the numbers were. Yesterday, uh, beyond the article in the paper, uh, there was not 3,300 ballots to even count. There's only 1,100 ballots to count. Hmm. And to say they're going to count another 3,000 today, where are these extra ballots coming from? So hmm. that would be something I think the public would want to know. And understand if if, uh, the clerk can come up with an answer for that, that would be good. We we all need to feel confident in our elections. Um, Unfortunately, sometimes that doesn't seem like we have good
2: information and transparency from the clerk. So, Hmm. anyway, I'm trying to figure out, and maybe you can explain it. I only got a couple minutes here, but um, how does is it the way voting is set up, like in Florida, as opposed to Arizona? how does Florida get everything done or at least have final results, and Arizona takes another week? I mean, what what's the difference? Is there something technical well, think, there that I'm missing?
14: Well, you know, if you have early voting, I don't have a problem with vote-by-mail or early voting, uh, election day voting. If If you require the vote-by-mail ballots to be in the day of the election, then you can count everything. The only thing that lags is a vote by mail ballots that are mailed on election day that have to be counted, and in this case that number is supposed to be sixteen hundred and seventy seven so there is really i don't I have no idea why it takes three days to count seven thousand ballots if that's what they have to count uh they counted over seventy five hundred the night of the election actually they counted almost fifty thousand some of those were counted earlier, but you know um why why would you
2: why would you delay the final count? Hmm. Don't know. If you don't know, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. what. To well, just, yeah. I think we should just
14: have better answers from the clerk's office hmm. because it can be done. They counted 7 million ballots in Florida. Hmm. We we didn't complete 60,000.
2: <laughs> All right. Hey, thank you, Jim. Thank you. Hey, pr- appreciate you listening. Thank you. We go from Jim to Lauren, then i got to get Max in here. Hi, Lauren.
15: Yeah, uh, just a couple questions, and uh, I was wondering. I used to be an election judge, and uh, I noticed when we voted this time, it were very short-handed. And where uh, we voted, and uh, the uh, used to be, you had to ha- when you got a person to come in to vote, they had to write their signature down, and it had to be compared by both the Democrat and the Republican. But they didn't have enough people there to even hardly look at uh, uh, the uh, signatures. And uh, my other question is, if these uh, mail-in votes, if they check the signatures and they don't match, they should be tossed out, if there's no signature uh, connected to the ballot, that should be thrown out as well uh there there's no way that you can get around the fraud that uh, can come because of this
2: well maybe voter id might be the answer i um i i i tend to think that but i've had other people tell me that no it, voting's a right and you shouldn't have to um you know you shouldn't have to do that but we do id for about everything else <laughs> I mean, to go to go pick up something at some store, i got to have an ID. I mean, I, I don't know. That's right. Um, and,
15: uh, so I just, like I say, it just kind of bothered me. Of course, when we uh, went to vote, we went to our, what was our precinct, and it was closed. We went to one that had been a precinct before, and it was closed, and there were still people coming in trying to vote. So we ended up going to this third one, and, uh, We stood in line for probably an hour and a half, Hmm. which I wasn't about to leave. So that, I don't know. And I got one other comment, not about the voting process. I noticed in the paper this morning a lady had written in an article. uh, I think her name was Karen. And uh, supposedly a lot of people thought that the word Karen meant something other than what it was intended to be which was just basically a name Mm -hmm. and uh, so she was uh, very concerned about it and evidently there had been a article written by another one of the news gazette uh, off-site locations that uh, talked about this uh, vote cairn also so uh, i just wondered you know if if People can complain about uh, a person with the name of Karen. I wonder if we could complain about a uh, person by the name of Aaron and uh, you know try to make a disparaging comment about a person with that name and that's about all I got to say. Okay
2: hey thank you Lauren. You bet you bet I like your name by the way a good name uh by the way uh Karen Walker who he's talking about has a column day and there's several in there Michael Leroy has one Clarissa Nickerson Foreman Dr. John Whippler is in there as well but Karen enough already with a Karen bashing and uh, you can read it there in A4 in the News Gazette today and kind of figure out what he's talking about there all right 1048 a break back with Max Painter
3: Hey Illini family, it's Illini women's basketball coach Shauna Green. Don't miss a minute of Illini basketball this season on News Talk
7: 1400 in 93.9 FM, DWS.
2: 1051, on a penny for your thoughts. And uh, Max Painter is with us. MX Electric. Morning. How you doing, sir?
16: Good. Good. How are you doing? Any
2: work being done out there today? Yeah, there's the some
16: inside work. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Not outside. <laughs> Not a whole lot outside. Yeah. Even though I do, I do have a couple of guys around the corner here putting some soffit lights in on the outside of my yeah. house. So, yeah, yeah. I guess it's you did still, some
2: work for my dad. I think.
16: Yeah, all the time. Your dad is uh, yeah. one of our biggest fans. I think. Yeah, I so. think he is. <laughs> yeah, there was
2: some pole out by the barn that was. Yeah. Yeah, weird. It, weird.
16: It, it was a light we had changed out one other time, and it went mm-hmm. bad. Sometimes those LEDs do that.
2: So, mm-hmm. yeah,
16: we got him taken care of.
2: Well, we'll of. talk electricity here for a couple minutes, but yeah. I do want to get into the reason you're here, which is the fifth annual St. Joe's 5K Walk and Run, the Santa Run. Right? Yes. Yeah. So that's coming up again. It is in a month,
16: uh, December seventeenth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so tell me about it. Um, it's been going on for five years and, uh, we just all dress up like Santas and run through the streets of St. Joe and it's a good time. I would say, um, maybe I can, I can say this is I think it's the area's second biggest run that we have behind the marathon. Mm -hmm. So, but as far as uh, all the small runs that, cause we do quite a bit of them and Mm we've, we've, uh, been inching closer to 500 the pandemic set us back a little bit so i'd like to get to 500 this year oh mm-hmm. and i brought you i brought you a gift oh really so we got what our is... medals already oh really so it's all kind of crinkly from my pocket
2: oh my goodness of my... the fifth see, annual uh, saint joe santa run 2022 we brought
16: the grinch into yeah. the picture on this one because he's kind of been a staple my son uh plays the grinch and he wow. loves it and uh rides around in a golf cart and chases people around so
2: it's a good time so who can sign up and where do they sign up Uh, the best way to sign up
16: at this point is just to google santa run 2022 or saint joe santa run 2022 it'll bring you right up it's through run sign up is who we uh, do all our dealings with so they'll get you going and we haven't raised the price it's 35 bucks um and you can also go to my website, I think, at mxelectric.net, MX yep. and there's a spot sign up on there. Um, we are going to offer $5 off. Type in Brian in the uh, code, and it'll really? be $5 off. I don't know how long we'll hold it. We're, we're just trying. Our whole thing is we love giving to charity, but our biggest thing is we love this race and we want to Mm -hmm. see people out there it is you don't know how many times we get so many thank yous from families that come out and participate in this Mm -hmm. and generally it's a little bit closer to christmas because it's the saturday before christmas so this year may be a little bit different a lot of people usually have family in town so they'll sign up their whole family and come out and it is a lot of fun we have um hot chocolate and cookies and milk and mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff at the at the end and uh photo opportunities with Santa and the Grinch and mm-hmm. uh And you don't have to run, you can walk. You no, know, you can walk. You can we walk have a there. lot of people walk. It is not a it is a fun run. It's I, not like a competitive a, race. Right. So. We start a clock. We do give the first uh the first kid, man and woman who cross the line, we give a extra medal too um that says you won Mm -hmm. you know and congratulations (laughs) but it's it's all for fun and it's it is a lot of fun we'd love to get you signed up and come out and enjoy the day
2: just runs through st joe yeah runs through
16: st joe and the businesses are all open um i know uh the rib cage will open early for breakfast Mm -hmm. and drinks if you want to have some drinks afterwards we always kind of go in and celebrate the race afterwards and it's uh it's a fun filled day. Mm. So um hmm.
2: what time of day is it? Nine o'clock nine is o'clock? start time. Okay. Yeah.
16: And we've always been blessed with good weather, so hopefully that'll hold yeah. true. <laughs> hopefully this is well, we got snow on the eleventh, <laughs> so this and now we're down to what? <laughs> nine more after today? <laughs> I think
2: so, yeah. <laughs> well, this is always a great event and I know it's kinda started from scratch. It did, yeah. Uh, we
16: started it it just I mean it's obviously something that's much bigger with the uh Oh, I can't think of it right now. But they do them in Chicago and in Indy. I mm-hmm. want it, the it's not the whole runner or something. It's the Stan Hustle. Okay. So there that's quite, you know, big like that. We just wanted to bring it to a smaller scale mm-hmm. and it's it's been great. And uh, we did sign up to do the parade lights. I was going to ask you. We heard uh, through Jane that you can't give out candy anymore at the parade of lights. Did you hear that? I did, I've not heard that. We I used to know. always do it with MX Electric, and okay. and we haven't done it. And then, but I was like, I think hmm. we're giving out candy. I don't wow. know. <laughs> Hopefully, we're giving out candy. I heard. I heard we couldn't. But all right. Uh, so it's
2: Saturday, December seventeenth at nine yep. a.m. Nine a.m. Yep. St. Joe. Go to the yep. MX Electric site. Or yeah. Or, or go, just or,
16: Google hmm. St. Joe Santa Run twenty twenty two. It'll pop up. All right. And give
2: me in a minute here a quick electrical tip, Christmas lights or anything we need to think about. Just don't
16: overload your circuit. And I mean, the other thing you're going to run into is, you know, when it gets wet like this, a lot of those Christmas lights aren't the the best because they're they're cheap. And if you get water in there or something, your Mm. GFI is going to trip and it's going to drive you insane. Mm. We can come out and... Change Pick it or put on a better cover. You yeah. need to have an in-use cover on there is what they call it. A cover that'll close mm. over that so you don't get water in there and all that good stuff. And real quick so, for
2: people that uh, want to get a hold of you, just uh, in two, general.
16: 217-359-7293. Two call or text. Any electrical work. Yeah, any there electrical work. But
2: hey, ma- very good, Max. All right. Thank hey, you for, thanks for me coming on. in. All right. Check it out and let us know how it goes. Okay. WDWS champaign Urbana, back in a moment. Back on Penny for your thoughts. Ten seconds to go here. Thank you for being with us. Thanks for all the phone calls, emails, and texts. Tom Bruno in the first hour tomorrow. And then some more open line time. WDWS Champaign-Urbana.